We are in Sefer Yirmiyahu, Perik Lamed Beis, Pasuk Chaf Vav, Vayihidavar Hashem El Yirmiyahu Lemor. So we are right in the middle of the Perik, so I think it behooves us to reset where we are in terms of time and place because it is key to understanding this Perik. The time is... Um, in the 10th year of Sikiyahu, which leaves us a little over a year and a half before Nebuchadnezzar destroys the entire city of Yerushalayim, burns the temple, exiles the population to Bavel. Uh, it's not a question of um, if, it's a question of just when they have surrounded the city. Yirmiyahu on the other hand, is languishing in a jail in the palace, in the chutzir of the palace. He has been placed there by Tzidkiyahu, the king, because of what Tzidkiyahu regards as seditious prophecies against the morale of the people because he's telling them it's, it's, it's irrevocable. You're going into Gaulus. The temple's going to be destroyed. There's nothing you can do. Moreover, the king is going to go into Gaulus and terrible things will happen to the king where he will never see the land again. And so Tzikio is very upset and clasps him in irons. While he's in prison, we saw, Kaddishbar who appears to him and tells him your cousin is going to come to you very shortly and ask you to redeem his ancestral land in Anatol. We know there's a halacha. If one's ancestral lands falls into debt or um, is taken over by creditors, you have an obligation as the next of kin, which Yermio is, to this cousin, to redeem the land. Yermio unstintingly does it when the cousin comes as if on cue and tells him the story the Kaddish Baruch has already told him. He measures out the silver, and it's a very expensive amount of, of, of silver that he's buying. He has witnesses. It's attested to. He does it completely. Kedas Kedin. It is done with the proper attestation. It's done with the proper writing of a uh, star. It's done with a, um, a secondary star that explains it. He then gives it to his uh, disciple who puts it in an earthenware jar to preserve it because this is going to be a long time before it's going to come due. who knows. And then despite doing it, Yemiyo turns to the Kaddish Baruch Hu and says, why am I doing this? We know that Jerusalem's going to fall in a little over a year. We know that the land, I'm never going to occupy the land. No one's going to occupy the land because it's going to be taken over by Bavel. And when the Jews do come back in 70 years, it's going to be just Jews taking over land. It's not going to be according to the deed. Why are you doing something that seems totally illogical? And so now the Kaddish Baruch, who's starting with Chavav, is going to answer Yemiyahu. Says the Kaddish Baruch, Hu, he appears to Yemiyahu, Hinei ani Hashem elokei kol basar. I am the God of all flesh. 
I mean, many ye pole call devour. Do you think there is something I don't understand or it is hidden from me? I don't know the reason. Do you really think I'm not aware of what's going to happen to the land or what's going to happen in Gullus or what's going to happen when we come back? Of course I know what's happening. Therefore, this is what I am saying. Yes, I am giving this city, Yerushalayim, into the hands of the Babylonians, into the hands of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Bovel, and he will conquer it. He will destroy it. Uvo HaKazdim, the Kazdim, the Chaldeans, it's another word for the, the Babylonians. Uvo HaKazdim HaNilchamim HaLeir Hazos, they will come to the city. Vehitzisu Esoir Hazos, Ta'eshu Vestrefah, they will burn the city down to the ground. Veshabatim Asher Kitru Alganu Sehem Labal, and to your houses whose roofs you went and sacrificed to the Baal, by the way, in building an altar to the Baal on your roof, you've made the whole house like a, an altar of Tumah. They have brought all kinds of liabations to their gods, Elohim Achirim, Laman Hachiseni, to anger me. We've learned refers to the ten tribes. They have done evil from their youth. We know that the minute they came out of Mitzrayim, they built an Egel Hazahav. So we've seen it from the beginning. And B'nai Yisrael, says the Kaddish Baruch Hu, the ten tribes, they do it for no other reason than to incite me, to anger me. It's just what they want to do. And as for the city of Jerusalem, it has been the subject of my wrath and anger. From the day they built it, and I will remove it from my countenance. What are we saying about? We're saying that the house, the Beis Hamikdash, was uh, evil in the Kaddish Baruch Hu from its first day? And the answer is, say the Mephoshim, Yes, you can make a very strong argument. We know, says the Agadita, that the minute Shlomo brought in that woman who was the daughter of Paro, that was the beginning of the end. They said, yes, he didn't participate in it, but he consented to it. There is a fascinating Agadita in the Midrash Bamidbar that says that the night he married uh, Bisya, the daughter of Paro. There was a simultaneous celebration in Yerushalayim. One, the temple was to be dedicated the next day. It was the completion of the Beis Hamikdash and the king's wedding. And because whatever the reasons, political or otherwise, the king's wedding attracted the bigger celebration. The Agadita tells us that she performed or had performed terrible rituals at the wedding feast. Yes, Shlomo didn't participate, but he didn't object. Moreover, says the Medrash Rabbah, because the wedding was such a 
wild affair as it were, King Slomo overslept the next morning. He overslept and moreover had the key to the base Hamikdash under his pillow. No one of his servants would awake him. Because of this oversleeping, they failed to bring on the first day of the Beis Hamikdash the carbon tumid, which has to be ordered at dawn. And so this was going four hours later into the day. They went, the Kohanim went to Batsheva, his mother. His mother came in to wake him up. And so the answer is yes, from the first day they got off on the wrong foot, as it was, and that is why they're going to be destroyed. Notice, by the way, in the Mephoshim do, and they repeat it over and over again. Kodesh Baruch seems to be taking his anger, yes? So, if, if, if it was doomed from the first day, why so many years between Shlomo and Nebuchadnezzar? You would assume, you could assume tshuva. Maybe they will do tshuva. And Shlomo really was not In other words, they did have good years under Shlomo, and there were good kings after Shlomo. There were some very good kings. But yeah, it was foreordained. And that's what the Mephoshim say, that the mercy of the Kodesh Baruch Hu was that he took his anger out, not on the people themselves. Yes, the people went into Golis and they suffered, but they come back. He took his anger out on the stones and bricks of the Beis Hamikdash. Exactly, that's what he said from the, young, the day you built it. Uh, I want to take it away in front of, from in front of me. So, continues the Kaddish Bar, who we still don't have the reason why he's making him buy the land. I'll call Ras B'nei Yisrael, B'nei Yehuda, Everything they did, they did to anger me. They, their kings, Sarehem, their officers, Kohanehem, their, their priests, Unaviehem, Naviehem here means the Naviyeh Sheker, the Ish Yehuda, the Yosre Yushalayim, and the people of Judea and the dwellers of Yushalayim. Vayifnu Eli Orek below Ponim. They turned their necks to me, not their faces in Chuva. I taught them from morning on. I sent them prophets that lectured them from morning to night. And they don't listen. They don't want correction. They don't want tochacha. Uh, Moreover, they went and took their abomination. She could say it was like the worst abominations. They put it in my house. We know that Menashe uh, and his son put actual Avodah Zarah at the altar. Uh, to completely defile it, and that's why it must be destroyed. They built the Baal Hashem Begave Ben Hinom. We've learned that, that the most vilest form of Avodah Zorah took place in Gave Ben Hinom. So Haviris Benehem Vespinoseem La Molech, where they sacrificed their own children to the Molech by fire. Some say that it doesn't really mean by fire. They didn't kill their children. They went through the ritual. The Ramban says nonsense. They actually killed their children in this ritual. Um, 
And so therefore they did a type of bile of Odazara, Lotsivisem. I never commanded them below also Alibi la Sosa It never even occurred to me to do this toeva, this abomination, Laman Hachtias Yehuda, to cause Judea to sin like that. Kodesh Baruch who sent him a fortune is saying, do not mistake for a second my commandment to take Avraham, to Avraham to take his son Yitzchak to the Akedah. I never intended, it was never my intent to slaughter Isaac. My intent was to test Yitzchak. So do not use that as an example that there's a precedent for what went on at the Molech. Uh, and therefore I am saying to the city, which I say I'm giving over to Nebuchadnezzar by the sword, by the famine, by pestilence. I will gather them from all the nations with my great anger. And yet, with all of this, I will gather them from wherever they are, bring them back to this place, and bring them here in security. They will be like a nation to me. I will be their God. Despite it all, I will give them one heart with one purpose, one way to fear me all their days, and it will be good for them and their children, their progeny for eternity after. I will make a covenant with them for eternity. That I will never renege, I will never abandon them. To continue to make them good and wholesome. And I will implant Yiras Hashem in their hearts that they will never again turn from me. I will give them joy, security, to make them feel more secure. I will plant them on this land in truth. With all my heart, with all my soul. Just as I have brought this nation terrible evil, I will bring them all the good. Now comes the explanation to your Mio's puzzlement. And this earth, this land that you're saying is desolation, it will never rise again, it's destruction. I will reacquire the sada, the fields. that has been given into the hands of Kazdim. Don't worry, you will have the lands back. You will buy them, you will redeem them with money. You will write deeds like you have just written. You will have signatures attested to it. Edim will testify. In the land of Binyamin, in the suburbs of Yushalayim, 
Yerushalayim, Uba'are Yehuda, Uba'are Ha'har, Uba'are Yisrael in the mountains, in the valleys, in the Negev. Ki Oshir Eshusayim Ne'um Hashem, because I will return you to the land, the land will be yours. It is not a wasted effort what you did, Yirmiyot. On the contrary, it's to show you that no matter what happens, no matter how hopeless it looks, no matter how futile a gesture it may seem to you, you will be back on that land. It will be yours forever. No one will take it away from you. Ad Khan, and tomorrow we continue on this theme of in Achris Hayamim, a perfect society, a perfect world with Yerushalayim at its center. 8.45 a.m. tomorrow.